knowledge of you, Jesus. So keep on drawing me till I come through. Keep on drawing me till I come through. Till I show forth the light that is inside of me. Keep on Begin to lavish worship. The 
in the Old Testament, in the book of Song of Solomon, the Bible says, in the voice of Jesus, draw me, we will run after thee. The king has brought me into his chambers. We will be glad and rejoice in thee. We will remember thy love more than wine. More than wine, the upright love thee. Draw me in. Hallelujah. If you are here, it's because you've been drawn by the good Lord. You are listening right now because you've been drawn. Jesus, in the same spirit of the Song of Solomon, chapter 1, verse 4, said in Matthew 11, verse 28, He said, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Beloved, We've come living behind every darkness and all the encumbrances of darkness, all the weights that come with darkness. We've left everything behind to draw near, to draw near with sincerity of heart. Sincerity of heart. Our hearts and our minds sprinkled from an evil conscience. He says, as you even draw closer to me, he says, take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am weak, I am meek, sorry, for I am meek and lowly in heart. Take my yoke upon you. Leave the darkness, for the weights that easily beset you, they amount to nothing. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart. And he shall find rest unto your souls. You will find rest. I have yokes, even as you present yourself before me. But my yokes bring rest. They are not like the yokes of sin. We've been hearing things all around the world. Hear things that encumber. Things all around the world. That bring the results of labor unto death, unto bondage. My yokes bring you to liberty and freedom. Rest. Hallelujah. Keep on drawing me till I come forth. Till I show forth the light that is inside of me. Keep on drawing. says in Jeremiah 9 verse 21 
for death is come up into our windows and is entered into our palaces to cut off the children from without and the young men from the streets he says speak thus saith the lord even the carcasses of men shall fall as dung upon the open field and as a handful after the harvest man and none shall gather them he says thus saith the lord let not the wise man glory in his wisdom neither let the mighty man glory in his might hallelujah neither let the mighty man glory in his might but it says this he says let him that glory let not the rich man glory in his riches but let him that glorieth glory in this that he understandeth and knoweth me that i am the lord which exercise loving kindness judgment and righteousness in the earth for in these things I delight, saith the Lord. Hallelujah. I want us to lift our voices, even as we begin to glory in God and thank Him. We've come to the highest, the monarch of the universe, the father of lights, as the topic for this episode or this particular teaching is the father of lights, the father of lights. He doesn't only wrap himself with light. That's just an attribute of his relationship. A relationship with an aspect of himself. But Bible says he is the father, the originator of all light. And that is why he is light and in him is no darkness. Beloved, lift your heart, lift your voice, commune with God. Commune with God. Thank him for love. Thank him for his goodness. Adore him. Adore him. In the name of Jesus. Begin to lift your voice. Thank him. Say, God will lift you high. Jesus will thank you. Blessed be your name. Almost high. Almost high. Almost high. Blessed be your name. 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 Almost high. In the name of Jesus. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you glory. Oh, King of Kings. Oh Lord of Lords, may your name be lifted, your name be adored in the name of Jesus. Oh, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you.
washing of the armor of light in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for your presence in us, your presence among us, your presence with us in the name of Jesus. Blessed be your name, O God. Thank you, Jesus. Lift your voice. Will you tell God that Lord cleanse us, purify our hearts? Thank you. 
our last but one prayer. We want to tell God that Father, take preeminence. Speak to us. Speak to us. Take preeminence. Fill this place with your presence. Fill this entire meeting with your glory. In the name of Jesus. Your presence and your glory. Let it take over the entire atmosphere in our various spaces where we are connected from in the name of Jesus. Where you are listening from, you want to tell God alone, let your presence, your glory, your power fill the entire space. Take control. And Father, take control over this meeting, this encounter. Take control over today's encounter in the name of Jesus. Throw the weight of your glory upon us. Throw the weight of your glory upon us. Throw the weight of your glory upon us. Let your power be felt. Manifestly speak to us, O God, in the name of Jesus. Lift your heart, lift your voice, and talk to God. Father, oh, we lift up this entire meeting before you, for you were before all things, and through you, and in you all things consist. You uphold all things together by the word of your power. Limo farasco dimote. By reason of your word, by reason of your pre-existence, your ability and your grace to hold things together. Lord, we ask, take control, take preeminence in the name of Jesus. Take preeminence. We trust in you with all our hearts. We lean not on our own understanding. Take control in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Our last prayer, Lord, is the Lord minister to me. Speak to me, our word is season. To interact with the depth of your word, understanding to interact with the depth of your word. Let deep call unto deep today. In the name of Jesus, your word says, For unto us is given to understand the mysteries of your word. The mysteries of your word. For unto us is given to understand. Lord, I need understanding. I don't want to live here the same. I don't want to live here in ignorance. I don't want to live here confused. Lord, your word makes us understand that unto us is given to understand the mysteries of the kingdom. Hey, let my understanding come alive in the name of Jesus as the Ethiopian eunuch. I don't want to be like the Ethiopian eunuch who read from the law and could not understand her. Let my understanding come alive in the name of Jesus as I interact with your word, your light in the name of Jesus with the truth of scriptures. Let my understanding come alive. The eyes of my understanding be enlightened. Let it blossom right now. Speak to me. Speak to me. Oh God, let me hear your voice. Direct me in the places of darkness the places of uncertainty and confusion let me hear your voice the voice of clarity the voice of divine guidance in the voice of your leading in the name of Jesus oh Jesus I live here enlighten as I behold and encounter the light of life the light of life in the name of Jesus we give you praise oh God we give you glory thank you Jesus thank you Jesus thank you Jesus we give you praise
you are not here by mistake. You didn't connect by mistake. Of all the places you could have been, of all the live casts you could have joined, you are here. You are here because there is a divine mandate and purpose for you. Of all the things you could have been doing, you are here to listen to the word of God and to benefit and to benefit from the ministration of his spirit brace yourself up tune your spirit in don't just connect with your phone The Spirit of the Lord says, Behold, I do and do thing. Behold, I do and do thing. Behold, I do and do thing. I declare and decree upon your life that today may God do something new in your life in the name of Jesus. Through this encounter, may God, may God do a great new thing in your life for you in Jesus' name. Beyond your wildest dream, beyond your greatest expectation. For Bible says now unto him who is able to do. God is not only a speaker. He's not a talkative God, just a talking God. He is a doing God. He is an action God. Now unto him who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all we can ask or think as you hear him be expectant to also see him do what he said you hear him speak now watch out for his doings hallelujah we want to get into the word and trust God for the ministration of the spirit as well so if you are expecting a word from God praise yourself blessed are they that hunger and thirst for righteousness for they shall be filled amen if you are expecting healing the power of God the Holy Spirit of God is present to transform to heal to make whole hallelujah hallelujah whatever your request is the fruit of the womb a job god is present he is our ever present help not only in times of need but even before we have a need before you have a need god is always that standby helper amen but we don't want to wait until we have a problem before we run to him no we want to develop and sustain or maintain a consistent work with him an ever increasing knowledge in the person of his being and an unwavering yearning and hunger for encounters with him hallelujah 
if you are doing church you are doing Christ christianity you are doing ministry and there is no intimacy intimacy beloved is just a matter of time very soon if it's just church business you will soon be out of business if it is church you are doing a church going something you are doing you will get fed up you will get fed up hallelujah that is why in the book of jeremiah chapter 9 verse 21 the bible says thus say the lord let not the wise man glory in his wisdom understand that the glory of the wise man is his wisdom but the bible says let not the wise man glory in his wisdom not even the intellectual person in his intellect or intellectual abilities he says neither let the mighty man glory in his might this the glory of this the youth is in their strength he says let not the mighty man glory in his might that is a word to the youth he said let not the rich man glory in his riches of the many things a rich man can glory in his strength is in the excellency of his riches god says you don't look there but let him that glory and glory in this that he understandeth. number one number two and knoweth me that i am the lord which exercise loving kindness judgment and righteousness in the end for in these things i delight saith the lord so if you glory in god it means that you also take delight in the things that god delights in and your glorying will still change you begin to glory in god and as you glory in god beloved that which men are glorying in the wisdom the riches the wealth what have you god is going to turn them all over to you he is going to move them to you because it is written seek ye first the kingdom of god and his righteousness seek ye first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and all other things shall be added unto you hallelujah let's get into the word we have been looking at the an exposition which happens to be the focus for this month the focus of the month is our prophetic theme is light light accessing light accessing light hallelujah and the, the teaching the focus of the teaching is accessing the mystery of light for divine establishment hallelujah accessing the mystery of light for divine establishment we've done we've looked at the first part which is in the previous episode you want to look for it and listen if you miss that one because you won't be able to do a, a recap we want to get straight into the word and as we get into the word we are taking our confession i'm growing wiser bigger better stronger more powerful by day in the name of jesus remember always as i say i need your ears but daddy god needs your heart amen i need your ears but god needs your heart In the previous episode we looked at the past and present state of the world the aeon the cosmos 
and we came to see how that everything is under the power of darkness if you read first john chapter 5 especially from the verse 18 thereabout you are going to discover something interesting about the world we know we know bible says that In the verse eight, verse nineteen of First John chapter five, that and we know that we are of God, and the whole world lieth in wickedness. Some versions actually say darkness, wickedness, or darkness. Hallelujah! But that is not the only scripture that validates how dark the world is from the beginning. Genesis chapter one, verses one to four, we realize that the world was a dark place. The world has been a dark place, very dark, persistently dark, stubbornly dark, grossly dark. And that is why when God came to the scene, he effected the force and the person of light, the person and the force of light to serve as a realm within which he would begin to create. Hallelujah. Number one, that is why the Bible says that and the light shined in darkness and the darkness could not overcome it today we are going to realize that or understand why we said darkness is territorial okay and how that light also occupies jurisdictions it needs to work in such a way as to counter the force and the power of darkness so as forces of light and personalities of light we also have to have the territorial mindset and understand legal battles with darkness across and over territories amen so we realize that the reason god had to speak and say let there be light was because even god needed illumination to see the eyes are useless or the eyes look useless until there is light and number two it exposed darkness it created a right environment and atmosphere for god to now form not only from the earth but also establish it to establish it hallelujah we understand that god by wisdom founded the earth by understanding he established the heavens amen and we came to understand that after God created the heaven and the earth in Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, it wasn't long. The whole world or the whole earth came under the dominion and control of darkness. So the civilization of the prince of darkness came upon the entire world, even before the fall of man. We, 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 we saw a lot. We came to understand that. As by one man's sin, also, uh, when God corrected that darkness in Genesis chapter 1, verse 2, and Genesis chapter 1, verse 3, the devil came and reintroduced darkness again by way of sin, which affected all things. As by one man's sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for all have sinned. So sad. Today we want to continue in that. 
and I want to tell us that we have to press for light. We have to press for light. We have to seek light. We have to grow the light of God in us because the light you find today paves way for your tomorrow. And so it means that when you become deficit, when we become deficit of light, the journey begins to end or ends. The moment we become deficit of light, the journey begins to end or it ends immediately. Because so long as you are in the world, you need light. That is why Jesus came to the world as the light of the world. Because the whole earth and the whole world, its system, the earth and its systems were all dark and in darkness. The whole earth was in the power of darkness. The whole earth was in the power of darkness. The whole earth was in the power of darkness. So God knew that he needed light. How do you walk about function in your room when the lights are off? It's impossible, right? The same way you cannot journey through this world without having light. The first light being Jesus Christ himself. Because the Bible says that he is the light of the world. So that is generally to everyone that receives him. And then he is a light of life. So if you want to go to the Father, if you want to have access to the Father, if you want to be able to relate with the Father, then you will need the light of life. Because it is only by the new and living way. It is called living way because it requires a kind of life called the Zoe to be able to access it. It is called the new and living way. Can someone help us with that scripture? The new and living way. That is what we need or through which we are able to access the Father. And that new and living way is only consecrated. It is consecrated for us by the light of life. That new and living way is paved for us by the light of life. God bless you. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 19. Having therefore brethren boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus. He says by a new and living way which he hath consecrated for us through the wall or through the veil. That is to say his flesh. So when Jesus died it was him paving way for the life of God in him to be accessible to all of us so that when we receive him and we are lighted we can also have access to the father just like he did hallelujah is that not good news so he says that listen to what he said he says so long as i am in the world i am the light of the world so it means that there is a place where 
light is not necessarily needed but there is a place where light is needed and so long as we are there we need light we either have to be the light or we have to carry light or we have to have access to light to operate and that is the world he didn't say so long as i am he said so long as i am in the world as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. John chapter 9 verse 5. God bless you. Minister Eben. So beloved, so long as you are in a certain place, at that work, workplace, in your household, so long as you are in that lecture room, so long as you are at that, in that office, at that market square, in that church, even in the church, you ought to be the light of the world. why we must access the light and let it shine listen he says you are the light of the world jesus says so long as i am the world i'm the light of the world then he now says that you are so he was interested in making us what the light of the world he said a city a city set on a hill cannot be hid said a city set on a hill cannot be hid. So if you are truly lighted up, everybody sees and everybody knows. Everybody sees and everybody knows. You just did that three times. Why would you do the same thing three times in two minutes? And you are now apologizing. Should you be warned and cautioned every time? Be conscious, be alert, and you do the same wrong thing every time. Hey. Must you introduce errors into everything that is meant to be perfect or good? understand that the light we find today paves way for our tomorrows and that is why God cares about our establishment in light light the theme for this month the theme for the year is divine establishment and the prophetic theme for the month is light for establishment or accessing light for divine establishment so God knows that our establishment as believers depend on our access to light. That's what he said in Jeremiah 29 verse 11. Because it is by the light of the word of God that we command supernatural breakthroughs 
in this journey of life. Without this light, eh, everything that we do will be difficult because the world is dark. The world by default is dark. The world by default, by design, naturally is dark. Full of confusion, sicknesses, all those things are manifestations of the fruits of darkness. Disappointment, accident, death, premature death, they are all manifestations of darkness. So that is why they make life difficult. It's just like you walking in a hall or in a room. In your room, there is a table, there is a bed, there are other things in a room. If you don't have light, what is going to happen? Moving around, imagine your room to be the world without light. Moving around the room while it is very dark is going to be difficult. Navigating, picking things up, trying to know it's going to be very You are going to knock your feet against obstacles, hit yourself against objects, and so on and so forth. That is that is the essence of having light. So when Jesus was sending us into the world, or when God was sending us into the world, he had this in mind. Amen. Jeremiah 29, verse 11. says, For I know the thoughts and plans I have for you. They are of good and not of evil. To bring you to an expected do we need light we need light because without light nobody can operate without adequate light even the eye can become useless why because it cannot see without adequate light even the, the, the eye your eye can become useless because there will be nothing understand that light is that which stimulates our sense of vision so you can have eyes but not see a thing because you are in darkness so to see two things are necessary the seeing eye and the illumination of light The seeing eye, not a blind eye. I'm not talking about eye for the sake of its existence. The seeing eye and the illumination of light. Two key necessities to see. Without light, everything around you becomes one distinct, invisible atmosphere or environment. Or I'll call it a perfect ecosystem of darkness. You see, when, when there is no light in your room or where you are or wherever, what happens is when, when there is pitch darkness in your room, there is, no dis, there is no difference between your wardrobe and your bed and your, your bookshelf and your your bags and your pillows and your shoes there is no difference everything is just all wrapped up in one thick substance called darkness it's a perfect ecosystem so you are unable to tell okay this is 
my bed this is the head side of my bed this is the tail this is where my my shoes are this is where my wardrobe is you are unable to tell any of these that is a perfect ecosystem of darkness and that is one of the strength of darkness so that there are inheritances for people in Christ but so long as everything is blended in one and you, you can't see you don't know because you can't see even though you have the seeing eye but there is no illumination of light you can't tell that okay God has placed the the, 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 the blessing of academic excellence here the blessing of my, a, a relationship and marriage here God, God has placed the blessing of um, longevity a business idea here to for me to be able to access it you are unable to tell because everything darkness is upon the face of the deep everything has been summed up has been mashed up has been wrapped up enveloped in a substance called darkness everything has all been gathered together and and made to exist as a perfect ecosystem of darkness that is the will of that that is the will of the prince of darkness for Christians and all people that come into the world when it happens that way occasionally you stumble across a blessing you know when you're in darkness like that in the room as you you, you move around occasionally you may hit your feet or your leg against something and be like oh okay this 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 feels like could this be one of my shoes the the black one that that is what happens occasionally without light people you will just occasionally stumble into one of your blessings or the promise of god for you but to be able to access them for 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 real you have to be intentional you have to look for light like that woman whose treasure got missing in the night and took a lamp or a lantern and then lighted it and began to search you also have to have access to light to light up your space your room your spirit your being so you can be able to have access access to every blessing and every good thing of God without light nobody can operate you can't operate in your room even if you try to operate you try you operate under care and caution because you are careful because if you're not careful you either fall or you will spoil something delicate a glass artifact that is lying somewhere could just get broken because you knocked it off without knowing the obstacle on your path becomes no different from the blessings that line up on your path without light the obstacle it could be a chair it could be the trophy the medal you won they will not be different from the medal won't be different from the chair which is an obstacle in your path in the room the dangers in the room maybe a sharp object is lying somewhere and i i have said already that look at the room as a type of the world the dark room as a type of the world the dangers are no different from the des destinations of joy without light as christians as we walk in the world it will be difficult to tell this opportunity is, is from god this is not from god you see and nothing makes meaning because nothing is reproved by light it's all total darkness and since nothing is yet being reproved by light and all things are covered that is governed and maxed or canvassed 
by the substance, the realm, the dominion and influence of darkness, nothing will become meaningful. Nothing. Every meaning that you make in such an atmosphere is darkness. Every one meaning is darkness. And the strength of darkness. You see, you can be a room, you can be in a room of darkness like that. And be there simply because you don't know where the switch is. And so long as you are there not knowing there is even a switch to, to turn on the light. There is a light bulb that can illuminate the place once it is switched on. So that light bulb is like that eye. The light bulb is like that eye. Without it is it could it could be without the seeing. The, without the light, that seen eye becomes useless. But the moment you take advantage of that light bulb or the switch, you take advantage of the light bulb and the light is produced by turning on the switch. What happens? All of a sudden, your well becomes illuminated. You have access to light. Before we talk about the grace and the quality of light we have to get the light first to get the light we have to deal with ignorance because the strength of darkness is ignorance the strength of darkness that the enemy will keep you in a dark room for very long is that you make sure that you don't have access to the switch or you don't know where the switch is because with the switch you are just one click away from light and illumination so the strength of darkness is ignorance and the power of ignorance is the absence of knowledge. That is why the enemy does well, the enemy does so well to keep them that do not know Jesus Christ in darkness. They think they have it all together. They think that they have everything together. They think that they are actually the best, they are enjoying, they, 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 what they are doing is right. understand also that the weakness of darkness is not the light which is present but the light which shines this is what the spirit of god was telling me some of the things that he said that amazed me he says that the the weakness of darkness is not the light just the presence of the light but it is but it's not the light which is present but the light which shines that is why he says let your light so shine he says the light which gives expression to its working power within. The lights as light bulbs, as lights of God, sent forth to illuminate the world. You cannot allow the filament of the Spirit of God in you to lay dormant. You must make it burn. You see, those old filament bulbs, that is how they produce light. They take the negative power that is introduced into them negative experiences of life the positive experience of life and they understand how to make all those things work together for good to produce light they begin to burn the filament burns the filament begins to what burn the filament begins to burn and as that filament burns the byproduct of that burning is not only heat there is a light that that is a a byproduct of that burning that is why when john came 
he came as the burning and the shining light beloved you have also been called to manifest in like manner as the burning and shining light because god has authorized jesus has endorsed and commissioned you so to manifest burning and shining light burning and shining light giving expression to the excellences of the glory of God burning and shining light you burn because you want to ward off everything cold and you shine because you want to drive away and subdue all forms of darkness You can easily unmask deception and darkness the more you, 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 you express that which is within you. We understand that the strength of darkness is ignorance. So, so long as the enemy keeps us ignorant, he will succeed in keeping us defeated for a very, very long. And understand that there are shades of darkness. There are subtle shades of darkness unless you have so great light you cannot unmask and the devil is master at counterfeiting he is master at counterfeiting shades of darkness deceptions hallelujah impossible establishment of the righteous outside of light can someone help us with Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12 it is impossible to be established as righteous people outside of access to light I want you to understand that what the enemy the devil takes advantage of is the lack of adequate or bright light so sometimes if he's he doesn't succeed at getting you to know jesus if he doesn't succeed at preventing you from getting to know jesus if the enemy does not succeed in preventing you from getting to know jesus then he is going to make sure that you don't serve him well he is going to make sure that you don't have enough knowledge about jesus and about the word he is going to make sure that you run around for the wrong things instead of searching for him the enemy is going to make sure that he gets you chasing the wrong things why because so long as he you've accessed jesus which is the light but you don't you are not growing in him so that your light will shine brighter and brighter then he can sort of have some form of influence in your life still so you are not able to give expression to all that god has called you to do all that god has called me to do because he understands that the extent of illumination we have as believers affect our levels of performance the extent of illumination that you and i have as believers 
affects the levels of our performance. Our efficiency in Christ is affected by the extent of our illumination. Because there is light that empowers us to arise. Don't end there. There is light with which we shine. And there is light that draws men, helpers, and resources to us. It makes us visible and recognized. Not just in darkness, but among even other lights. So, you get to the light that causes you to arise. Isaiah 60 verse 1. Arise, shine. It says, arise, shine. Why? Because your light has come. But in the subsequent verses, he begins to now talk about shades of light. He begins to talk about strength of light. He begins to talk about different grades, grades of light. And every kind of light reveals a kind of efficiency. Every kind of light reveals a different efficiency. It brings out, it gives us a revelation. Please help us with, with verses 1 to verse 4, Isaiah 60. Arise, shine, for thy light is come. So you can't shine. You have no illumination until your light comes. But when your light comes and you arise, you, you don't just remain. You don't remain. You don't remain. You can't remain. You can't remain at that level. That is what many people do. Many believers don't want the word. They don't want to learn the word. They want to get into the word. So they arise all right. They are known as Christians, but they are not able to shine. They are not able to walk in their spiritual gifts. As men of God see, you too you can see. God can speak to you. You must not always, we need each other in the body of Christ. So God will make sure that there are times that you don't understand your dreams. Somebody will have to interpret for you. The same way there are some, some there are going to be days where somebody, a brother, a sister in the faith, will also not be able to understand their dream. They will need you to interpret them because God wants to encourage dependency and unity in the body of Christ. But it is not always that God will want somebody to be prophesying to you or over you. You must arise. I must arise. He says, Arise, shine, for thy light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. He says, For behold, the darkness, the darkness. We'll come to later realize from John chapter 1 that Bible says that there was one that was sent from God. He wasn't the light, but he came to bear witness to the light. So in order to conquer the darkness, you need the light. These are personalities. You're not talking about realms and influences. No, we are talking about personalities. So there is darkness as a personality. There is light as a personality. We'll later come to look at who is the light and what is the light. So you see who, talking about persons, personality. We'll look at what, talking about thing, influence, manifestation. don't want knowledge so they don't, they don't have access to light to be able to see Bible says I has not seen nor ear heard nor have entered to, into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him first Corinthians chapter 2 verse 9 I has not seen so it means that for that eye to be able to see that eye needs light how do you have access to, to that light 
because the things that God has prepared for you, they are in light. So you have to search for light. Colossians chapter 1 verse 12. You will need to search for light. Envily or jealously, jealously hunt after light. Giving thanks unto the Father, Colossians 1.12, which has made us meet to be partakers of inheritance, of the inheritance, the inheritance of the saints in light. So outside of light, you are in darkness, and in darkness, you can't have access to the, this inheritance, even though they are for you. They are in light. And Bible says that, for I has not seen them, what you can't see to you can't have. What you can't see, you can't have in the realms of the spirit. That's how it's a principle of our faith. What you can't see, you can't have. So I have not seen nor ear heard, nor has entered into the heart of man the things which God had prepared for them that have him. So God, as for God, he finished the works, all the workings of the works concerning or pertaining to your life and destiny. The, those works were finished even at the foundations of the earth, right from the foundations of the earth, it was done. It's a done deal. It's a finished business. The reason why we call on God or He comes in occasionally is to fix. Minister winning, be warned. You are warned. Be very careful. The reason why God will come in is to fix, to repair. Genesis chapter 1, verse 2. He came in. in for what purpose or to what end to come and fix the problem the chaos that darkness had introduced into or on the face of the earth darkness didn't only come to create form or, or, or um, 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 Bible says the earth was without form it didn't bring disorder but it also brought emptiness the earth was without form and void. And Bible says this same darkness was upon the face of the deep. So he came to actually settle, not just to destroy, but he came to occupy. That is the territorial nature of darkness. He sat there. So God also had to reveal himself again as light in order to conquer the darkness. So when he came, the first thing he said, let there be light. The first thing he said was, let there be light. And there was light. Why? Because he needed to dislodge the seat, the throne, the dominion, the influence of darkness over the face of the deep. So he could begin recreating. Now the same happens to the believer. Bible says, I has not seen nor ear heard nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. So God has already prepared these things, all things. He finished all the works of your life even long ago. So it's not as if tomorrow God is now come to bless you with the blessings of 2025. No, they've all been designed. They've all been blessed. He's blessed them. Everything has already been allocated. When God steps in, is to correct. When God steps in, is to show mercy. When God steps in, is to repair. Is to fix something that has gone wrong because we were out of alignment in a, at a point in time. And our misalignment gave the enemy an opportunity to what? To bring, to make our destiny or an aspect of our destiny without form and void. Because he came, the thief cometh not but for to steal, kill, 
and destroyed. So Jesus also comes as the healer, the repairer, the fixer. He came that will have life, that will have it abundantly. And Bible says that that life is the light of men. In him was life and the life was the light of men. So he came that will have life and have it abundantly. That means we will have light and have it abundantly. Because why would we, why should we have an abundant life consciousness or mentality? Because prophetically, there is a time coming when the world is going to be. In fact, the world is already growing into that season. A season of an, an age of deception. Where there is going to be gross darkness. Darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people. So in order for the people of God to be able to function in such a dispensation, we will need gross light. Gross light. That is abundant life. Abundant light. An abundant life is an abundant light. It is a life and a light that the force of darkness cannot reckon with. So I said that what the enemy takes advantage of is the lack of adequate or bright light. The extent of illumination affects our levels of performance. And there is the light that empowers us to arise. Isaiah 60 verse 1. Arise, shine. And then there is a light which, with which we shine. And there is light that draws men. It says, King shall come to thy light. It says, The Gentiles shall come to thy light. When you are functioning at the primary stage of your light, you attract ordinary things. Gentiles shall come to thy light. And then kings to the brightness. At a certain measure or efficiency of your light and your shining, there are other things that you attract that you cannot ordinarily attract when functioning with the primary light accessed. Hallelujah. And this is not for babes. It's for those who want to really do business with God. If you want to just be born into the faith and jump around, join church, go through activities, or join some youth church, jump around, and then happy yourself, and settle for an ordinary life, that's fine. But if you want to combat darkness and prevail, then we have to understand some of these things. There is a kind of light that makes helpers, resources, opportunities, men, find their way to you. After Jesus in Matthew chapter 3 or chapter 4 had gone to pray, prepared himself, the Bible says that when he came, before he came, the disciples said unto him that all men look for you. Everybody gravitates towards a kind of light. We said that the light, the strength of light is not just in its existence, but the brightness. Hallelujah. All men, all men, all men, all men look for you. So Jesus understood. Jesus understood. Jesus understood that to operate in this world, he needed light. So he prayed always, even being the light, he prayed always. He fellowship with the Father. Why 
is it impossible to have my destiny and your destiny established in Christ Jesus outside of light? Because number one, even John the Baptist himself came as such. He came as, as such. He needed light. John chapter 5 verse 33 says, He sent unto John, and he bare witness unto the truth. But I received not testimony from man. Listen to Jesus' words. He says, But these things I say, that ye might be saved. He was a burning. John was a burning and a shining light. And ye were, ye were willing for a season to rejoice in that light. They were willing for the season as long as John was in the world and he burned and he shined as light. Men were drawn. If you read the verse 36 of John chapter 5, the Bible says, But I have greater witness than that of John. Jesus came as a greater witness. He says, I have greater witness than that of John. For the works which the Father had given me to finish, the same works that I do, bear witness of me. And the Father has, he says, that the Father has sent me. So even John came as light. Number two, Jesus was the light of the world and the light of life. He was the light of the world and the light of life. Even Jesus also came as light. Why? Because they were all entering into darkness. A dark terrain or territory. They were entering into a domain governed by darkness without light which they cannot function. You can't see, let alone function. And if you can't distinguish the obstacles on your path, you can't see the blessings on your path, how can you jump over the obstacles and how can you pick, locate and pick up your blessings? Because this whole world lies in the power of the evil one or darkness. So you can't enter a wrong way. <laughs> you cannot enter the wrong way. You can't enter the wrong way. Now, what about Apostle Paul? Apostle Paul, if you read the book of Acts, chapter 9, in that dramatic experience, when he was breathing out threatenings and slaughter against the disciples of the Lord. Taking letters, even from the high priest. Bible says that one day, as he journeyed, he came near Damascus. Near. He came very close to the, the, the manifestation of his destiny. All that he was doing was in darkness. He had not started living. He was existing. But not living. Bible says, as he came near that Damascus, suddenly there shined, there shined round about him a light from heaven, and he fell to the earth, and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? Listen, 
He didn't say, so they didn't respond and say, Who art thou light? He said, Who art thou Lord? So the influence of what he encountered had a personality behind it. He was the embodiment of light itself. So this personality that he questioned now replied and said, he said, I am Jesus. So who is the light? He says, I am Jesus whom thou persecutest. It is hard for thee to kick against the bricks. Acts chapter 9 verses 1 through 5. So you see why it is necessary. From the day Apostle Paul had this encounter, his destiny became established. He knew what to do. God told him, in light, his destiny was exposed. It was exposed. Go to Ananias. You'll be told what to do. They'll pray for you. They'll lay hands on you. You'll be, you, you will be discipled. commissioned all the while he was busy busily issuing threatenings around he was existing not yet living after this encounter his destiny opened up it became established and he began living he was living for real so for us to begin living or to function to be efficient at living we need light and more of that light so light is sown for the righteous god knows this god had it in mind so in psalms 97 verses 11 bible says light is shown for the righteous light is sown for the righteous and gladness for the upright in heart he says rejoice in the lord ye righteous and give thanks at the remembrance of his holiness God knows that you are going to, 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 to walk the length and breadth of a, a world that is in darkness, perpetual darkness. To function, you need light. So he needed to sow light for us. Who is this light that has been sown for us? Jesus. Bible says that for God so loved the world. God so loved this dark world that he gave. He sowed his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him will not perish, will not walk in darkness, will not continue to be destroyed, but have everlasting life. So that was God sowing light for us. Somebody will say, oh, but we didn't see him in the Old Testament. No, Bible says he was slain from before the foundations of the earth. So in the Old Testament, he was there. That is how come the prophets, the prophets prophesied of him. Isaiah said, these things the Isaiah saw when he spake or beheld his glory. The essential glories of the Christ. 
Isaiah chapter 6. Isaiah 53. He bore. When his Isaiah was talking about, he was bruised for our iniquities, he was wounded for our transgressions, and the chastisement of our peace was upon him. By his stripes we, we were healed. That his vessel or his visage was marred because of us. Jesus was not yet physically made manifest on the earth, but he still existed as, as the word scattered on the pages of scripture in the Old Testament. He existed as shadows scattered all around. But before the foundation of the earth or the world were laid, he was already slain as a lamb. So he was sown. He had been sown. But Bible says in Galatians chapter 4, I don't know whether the verse 4 or 5, Bible says that, so that in the fullness of time, in the fullness of time, in the due course and process at the opportune time, Bible says God sent forth a son made of a woman, made of a virgin. He sent forth. So he wasn't created by man. He was already created. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God. And the word was, he was already in the beginning. With the father but then he was made there's a difference between being created and being made when he was being made he now he was he was putting on flesh he was taking on the frame of men so he could relate with men he could enter into the sphere of them that he was coming to save even so we when we were children were in bondage under the elements of the world but when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth, thank you for that scripture, God sent forth his, his son, made of a woman, made under the law. To redeem that, that, them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. So he was sown, Jesus has been sown. So it means that to have access to light, the light that will cause me to arise out of darkness. Bible says that the land of Zebulon, in the land of Naphtali. He says there were, there, were, there were people like you and I that sat there. They sat there in, in darkness. They sat there in the shadow of darkness. But they saw a great light. They saw a great light. They saw a great light in Matthew chapter 4. After Jesus had sent, has fasted 40 days and 40 nights and had been tempted of the devil, then the devil leaveth him, and behold, angels came and ministered unto him. Now, when Jesus ha had heard that John was cast into prison, he departed into Galilee and leaving. Nazareth, he came and dwelt in Capernaum, which is upon the seacoast, in the borders of Zebulun and Naphtali, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, The land he came toward, listen, the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, by the way of the, of the sea, beyond Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people which sat in darkness, that was their abode, that was, that became their default living circumstances, they sat it's, it's a different thing to walk through the valley of the shadow of death. You are only journeying through it. It means that though it looks like it's around, you are going to come out of it very soon. But these people, they were in hopelessness and despair. They had nothing to do. They, were, they, they virtually had no hope anywhere. So they sat. It's a state of perpetual abandonment to darkness. 
the strength of the devil. He says, the people that sat in darkness. The people we sat in darkness saw great light. And to them we sat in the region of the shadow of death. Light sprang up. Now, this is the scripture. The second scripture I wanted to reveal to us, which affirms the fact that or the truth that darkness is territorial. You see, when witches and wizards want to take over churches or places, they enter, they infiltrate, they target the leadership. That is the, the nature of the spirit of Jezebel. Because Jesus even says, he says, he says, strike the shepherd and scatter the flock. So they know that if we are able to get the shepherd to come down, to fall, then the sheep is going to scatter indeed. So if we are able to locate or infiltrate and, and you know, if possible, peg down or pin down that herd through subtle, tactile means then we can be able to scatter the flock. The devil knows how to do that. So fine, if they try and it doesn't work, now they are going to change the plan. The plan will be to attack the flock, to attack and to scatter. To sow seeds of discord, division, or to strive with pain, panic, sicknesses, problems every now and then. So that by all means they can seize that territory and say that the territory that that light, that church which was a light was occupying and the light it was bringing to all the people in that territory, that region. That light or that lamp has been quenched. That is how darkness that, that is how darkness functions. That is how churches that have been closed down in the, the London today. That is how these things happen. That is how some churches ended up being chapels. I mean chapels who have been were ended up being converted to mosques. In, 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 the, in, the, in Europe, in parts of the UK, and then in parts of the US. That is how some ministries have closed up. Because it's, it's a battle of territories. When Jesus showed up, there was a fulfillment of scripture that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, the land of Zebulun, the land of Naphtali, by the way of the sea, a location, a jurisdiction beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles. Why? Because it says, Arise, shine, for your light, thy light is come, and the glory, the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. Then it says that Gentiles shall come to thy light. So, by the way of the sea, beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people which sat in darkness, who were they? They were Gentiles, saw a great light. And to them we sat in the region of the shadow of death, light is sprung up. Light is sprung up. Light is sprung up. Today may that light spring up for you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Jesus sprung up. 
and they began to see. We will skip the mystery of the seven golden candlesticks. Amen. One look at the light. Who is this light? Number one, God is light. In him is no darkness. So God is the father of lights. God is the father of lights. James chapter 1 verse 17 says, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and coming down from the father of lights. Is the father of lights. That means he's the father of lives. He is the father of sons and daughters. You understand that we are like stars. That means we are we are lights. We are we are stars in the kingdom. And he's the father of all stars in the kingdom, all lights in the kingdom. The first light was Jesus. The first light in Genesis 1, when God was saying, Let there be light, it was Jesus. And God wanted more light to populate the whole earth so that he will become the father, not just the father of light, but the father of lights. Plural lights. Hallelujah. So that you are light, I'm light. We can keep dominating. He says, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and from and coming down from the father of lights. Plural with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Then he says, of his own will begat he us. He didn't begat. He says that in John chapter 3 or so, what is born of flesh is flesh. What is born of the spirit is spirit. So God wanting us to be spirits that function in light, he begat as also of his own will by the word of truth is an is one aspect of the the light of life is one aspect of that light called the word of truth and we were begotten through that means why so that we should be a kind of first fruit of his creatures hallelujah who is light we are not done answering that question jesus the great light and the first light to the earth genesis chapter 1 verse 3 jesus is also the great light and the first light to the earth and the first light to the world john chapter 1 verse 4 and 10 and the only light that lights every man that comes into the world john chapter 1 verse 9 he is the light of life we are talking about the personality of light Jesus is a great light and the first light to the end. Genesis 1 3. He is the first light to the world. John chapter 1, verse 4. And verse 10. And he is the only light that lights every man that comes into the world. John chapter 1, verse 9. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of all men. Now what is light? You can look at it also as a force. The force that stimulates our sense of vision. Light can also be the influence from the personality of light itself, that is Jesus. The influence that comes from the personality of light 
light is of Jesus is also light. But makes us understand that God wraps himself in light. The God that dwells in unapproachable light. The influence, the realm around God is also light. When he shows up, that atmosphere, that force around him, it conquers and drives away darkness. Amen. Light can also be looked at as a thing, as the effect of naturally created luminaries. The sun gives us light. The moon gives us light. Amen. Because of time, I want to rush a little bit. Now, how do I access light? How do I access light in this prophetic season? Number one, get to know Jesus. There's two kinds of knowing here that I'm going to talk about. Get to know Jesus. The first knowing is to be in Christ or come to Christ. Come to Christ. Come to Christ. Come to Christ. Get to know Jesus. Come to Christ. The Bible says, If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Why is he a new creature? Because the version of him that existed was the darkness version of him. But the moment he comes to Christ, he is lighted up. The light that lighted up every man, or that lights up every man that walks in this world, lights him up. And a version of him exists or comes into existence that never was and that has never been. If any man be in Christ, is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So their darkness is taken away. They receive the light of God. Now, what about getting to know Jesus? The second way. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light. That all men through him might believe. He was not the light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light which lighted every man that cometh into the world. That was the true light that lighted every man. John chapter 1, verse 9. That lighted every man, that lighted every man that cometh into the world. Bible says he was in the world to light up the world, and the world was made by him. And the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. They preferred darkness. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on him. Some of you are going to ask me, so how come he was light, and they received him? As Bible says, as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. How come they received him, and then Bible didn't say they received light, but they received power. As many as received him, to them gave he power. I'm going to show you something. If you go to Habakkuk chapter 3, verses 3, one of the scriptures that affirm that God is light. I want to quote from the verse 3. It says, O Lord, 
I have heard thy speech, and I was afraid. O Lord, revive thy work in the midst of the years. In the midst of the years, made known in wrath, remember mercy. God came from Taman and the Holy One from Mount Paran. His glory covered the heavens, and the earth was full of his praise, and his brightness was as the light. His brightness, we spoke about the, the, the light as a thing. What is light? The influence of the personality of light. His brightness, his brightness, that which the effulgence of his personality, that which emanated from him. His brightness, his brightness, his brightness, the Holy One. God came from Teman and the Holy One from Mount Paran. His glory covered the heavens and the earth was full of his praise and his brightness. His brightness was as the light. He had horns coming out of his hand. Horns, that is authority, that is power, coming out of his hand. And there was and there was the hiding of his power there was a hiding of his power so in this light is a certain hiding of power so when Bible says that as many as receive this light to them gave he power understand that hidden in him is power the mysteries in the Word of God everything you've been hearing from the beginning hundred percent from above hundred percent from above this is not research sermon this is not recycled sermon this is not rehearsed sermon but as many as received him to them gave he power they received it from their hiding His brightness was as the light. He had horns coming out of his hand, and there was a hiding of his power. To them gave he power. He re they received that power from the horns that proceeded from his hand. He received the light to receive power. Not only power to become, but power to live the God life, power to conquer darkness, power to overcome darkness. And immediately your spiritual lineage changes there is a translation that occurs from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light so that you were born not of the blood immediately you are born not of the blood of men nor the, of the will of the flesh nor of the will of man but of God The second kind of knowing of Jesus getting to know him if you read John chapter 5 you see Bible says that he came to his own in John chapter 1 verse 11 that he came to his own and his own received him not they rejected light and so they rejected power that came with light to establish dominion to live the God life So in John chapter 5, the verse 30, Bible says that Jesus said, 
I can of my own self do nothing. As I hear, I judge. And my judgment is just because I seek not my own will, but the will of my Father which hath sent me. He says, if I bear witness of myself, my witness is not true. There is another that bear witness of me, and I know that the, that the witness which he beareth of me is true. He says, he is sent unto John, and he bear witness unto the truth. But I receive not testimony from man, but these things I say that he might be saved. He's saying that in the verse 35 of John chapter 35, in, in the verse 35 of John chapter 5, Jesus described John as a burning and a shining light that they were willing to receive for a season and rejoice in his light. But a greater witness had come, that is him. And he said in the verse 37 of John chapter 5, he says, And the Father himself which sent me had borne witness of me. He have neither heard his voice at any time nor seen his sheep. And he have not and ye have not his head, and ye have not his word abiding in you, for whom he has sent, for, for whom he has sent, him ye believe not. Set the scriptures, for in him ye think ye have eternal life. And they are they which testify of me, and he have not come to me that he might have life. The second knowing is knowing the person behind the scriptures or that person that we have received. Amen. So that the fullness of him can be formed in us. Galatians 4 says, But when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth the Son, made of a woman, made under the law, to redeem them that were under the law, that we might receive the, the adoption of sons. And because ye are sons, God has sent forth the, the Spirit of His Son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. But now, after that ye have known God, listen, but now, after that, so it is not enough to come into Christ, but after that ye have known God, Or rather are known of God, how turn ye again to the weak and beggarly element, whereunto ye desire again to be in bondage? He said, ye observe days and months. You can't come to the light and still want to hold hands with darkness. You observe days and months and times and years. I am afraid of you, lest I have bestowed upon you labor in vain. He says, brethren, I beseech you, Apostle Paul speaking, be as I am remain in the light i want you to remain in the light for i am as ye are ye have not injured me at all verse 13 of galatians 4 says ye know how through infirmity of the flesh i preach the gospel i preach light to you i sold light unto you at the first and my temptation which was in my flesh ye despised not nor rejected but received me as an angel of god even as christ jesus where is then the blessedness ye speak of for I bear you record that if it had been possible, you would have plucked out your own eyes and have given them to me. Am I therefore become your enemy because I tell you the truth? Am I becoming your enemy because I want to re-unveil unto you again light? It says, they, they zealously affect you, but not well. Yea, they would exclude you that you might affect them. But it is good to be zealously affected always in a good thing. He says that you have the light, but don't go back to darkness. You have to grow in this light. Get to know him. Don't allow 
wrong things and wrong people to take you away from this light. You rather must affect them well. He said, but it is good to be zealously affected always in a good thing and not only when I am present with you. He said, then the verse 19, which is the emphasis, my little children, don't remain children. My, in fact, as children, you are even as the word little, that is nepios, the youngest stage coming into Christ. He says, my little children of whom I travail in, in bed again until Christ be formed in thee. So I should long that that light will engulf my whole being. He says, until Christ be formed in thee. I desire to be present with you now and to change my voice for I stand in doubt of you. Beloved, Beloved, this is another way to access light. Number, the third way is the revelation of scriptures. The revelation of the word. Apostle Paul prayed a prayer. He says that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you. He is the same person who is the Father of light. May give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened. Why? Because the inheritance for you in this year, in this month, in this season, they are all in light. And to be able to access them, you need knowledge of them. You need the eyes of your understanding. The eyes of your understanding is present, but it needs to be enlightened. Else it can't see and know that which has been freely given unto you by God. And you can't have that which you can't see or you don't know. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. The hope and the, so the glory and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us what who believe according to the working of his mighty power. he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. So when the eyes of our understandings, God bless you for the gift, Minister Dominicia. When the eyes of our understanding is enlightened, okay, we get to have knowledge of him. That is the first and most wholesome and most important knowledge every believer should attain to. Then, the knowledge of the principles of how his kingdom operates, then you have complete knowledge. Knowledge of him. Through faith in Him. In Matthew chapter 13, verse 10, the Bible says, And the disciples came unto Him and said unto Him, Why speakest thou unto them in parables? And He answered and said unto them, Because 
it is given. If you read Matthew chapter 13, there are many series, many, many nuggets or series of parables that Jesus told his disciples and the people about the kingdom. He says the kingdom of this, there are all parables about the kingdom. The kingdom of God is likened to um, a sower and to a man who found a treasure and so many things. Bible says, after this, the disciples came after these things and said unto him, Why speakest thou unto them in parables? He answered and said unto them, Because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it is not given. So, beloved, you have access to the mysteries. In Mark chapter 4, verse 11. The Bible actually says, and he said unto, unto you, it is given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God, but unto them that are without, all things are done in parables. So unto them that are without, everything is like darkness. But unto us, because you have understanding, light brings perspective to everything around us. Hallelujah. God bless those of you who have been constantly active. In Jesus' name. Another way to access light is the Holy Spirit. He guides us into all truth. The truth is light. So Jesus, before he left, he says, And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Even the Spirit of truth. Whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But ye know him, for he dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. He says, I will not leave you comfortless, I will come to you. He says, so long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. But he was going to leave, so he is carrying the light. But he says, he, he, he wants to make us light. And he wants to send another functionary that was just like him so that we can keep functioning like him on the face of the earth. So it means that if Jesus said, I am the light of the, so long as I am the, in the world, I am the light of the world, it means that the Holy Spirit has also been made unto us light to guide us in the path of truth, to guide us in this dark world because he's the spirit of truth. And we have a relationship with him because we have Jesus and we can receive him. The world cannot know him because they don't have the faculty needed to see, to receive, or and to know him. Number four, the fourth way of accessing light, prayers and supplications. And it came to pass about an eight days after these sayings, he took Peter and John and James and went up into a mountain to pray. Bible says, and when Jesus took up Peter and John and James and went up into a mountain to pray, as he prayed, the fashion of his countenance was altered. The fashion of his countenance was altered. The fashion of his countenance, light within began to break forth, and his raiment was white and glistening through prayers. When we pray, there is something about prayer that immortalizes it immortalizes the flesh. There's a life without the light. 
the light within that wants to that breaks out and infiltrates even the flesh when we pray there are spots and seeds of darkness dwellings of darkness that begin pockets of darkness that begin to give way hallelujah wow we have some we have the territorial nature of darkness to do another session so I want to go through the benefits of light what are the benefits of light I'll just rush through light brings us into the a perfect or more accurate knowledge of God number two it enables us to access our inheritance I'll leave the scriptures out I'll provide them later I've even mentioned some of them in the course of our teaching light also gives us dominion over darkness i have to skip a few things so that we can do this now the armor of light confers security of destiny on the believer our destinies become secure because we put on the armor of light and when we have access to light we have we become a accurate reflections of the image and likeness of god we read earlier from the book of Malachi and so on. Another benefit of light, illumination of our spiritual sight for spiritual vision. Hallelujah. There are three more. I'll just reserve them. Amen. People of God, I want to end this teaching by saying that as Christians, in our full forces of strength and operations, we minister grace. As Christians, when we are at the full force of our strength and operation, what happens is we begin to minister grace. John chapter 1 verse 16, And of his fullness, of his fullness have all we received, and grace for grace. So press for light press for abundant light hallelujah lift your voice and begin to thank god for answered prayers from the beginning when we ask that he will take preeminence that we will see encounter his presence his glory his light his power that he will minister to us he has ministered faithfully to us lift your voice thank him oh god we bless you jesus we give you praise we give you glory we give you glory thank you for helping us oh god the light and illumination you've given us to walk this month, to walk this year, to walk this moment, to lead our lives by. We bless you, Lord. We give you praise in Jesus' mighty name. We want to lift up a prayer for the ministry. I'm telling God that, Lord, let every force of darkness fighting against the ministry be shattered and broken in Jesus' name. Every hidden personality of darkness be exposed and totally dislodged in the name of Jesus let your glory arise let your glory arise let your glory arise afresh upon this ministry and its members in the name of Jesus every force of darkness fighting the ministry its members be destroyed with Christ
crush your head in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, we release the force of light, the force of light into all dark places, dark areas, dark personalities. And we ask that, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, fight for your church. Build your church and let no gates of hell, no personalities of darkness prevail against it in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you. We bless you. I speak healing to all members that are not well. I speak life to all members whose relatives have come under the spell, influence, and attack of darkness and, and death in the name of Jesus. I cancel all demonic schemes and plots in the womb of time. Hey, orchestrated and targeted against this ministry and its members. I abort them by the power of the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. When the enemy shall come like a flood, may the Spirit of the Lord lift up a standard against them in the name of Jesus. We are free, we are covered, we are protected. Every unholy covering spoken or released against any member of this ministry, including myself, we declare removed and uncovered, removed and uncovered, dislodged, catches fire and is destroyed in the name of Jesus. So we put the covering of the Lord Jesus, the covering of the blood of Jesus over the ministry, over everybody here at the sound of my voice, even over myself in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. People of God, God bless us so much. I love you all. Keep burning for Jesus. We shall meet again, God willing, tomorrow. Um, but and, and and Thursday, but before before we until we meet again, please talk to somebody about Jesus. Listen, listen to the podcast, share the ministry, share the podcast to people. Amen. God bless those of you who are giving your tithes to the ministry. People have given first fruit. I was even surprised. First fruit, a whole salary, a whole yes, a whole month salary to the ministry. That means God is working in our midst. Amen. And God is working for his people. God will replenish you. God will surprise you. All your labors in the Lord will not be in vain. Even if for nothing at all, for his name's sake, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. God bless all of you. Giving seeds, sowing into my life, and all of that. God bless all of you. Your seeds will speak for you. Because as I speak, <laughs> there are seeds from last year there that are still enveloped that have not been touched because they have been laid on the altar. Amen. So we shall meet again. I love you all. Now may the Lord bless and keep you. May He cause His face to shine upon you. May He be gracious unto you and give you peace round about in Jesus' mighty name. Until we meet again, it's a bye-bye, bye-bye, bye-bye.